every time I like look at the prices of producing in a different place, oh my gosh, it's very tempting. You can get things made for a fraction of the price. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, grown ups, if you are like me, you love to read, but if we're being honest, it doesn't happen. The time just flies and the intention does not become reality. So do what I do. Get the intel you want in a way that matches your schedule. I recently started using the Blinkist app and I love it. It puts the content of books that you wanna read into powerful summaries called blinks, usually just a minute at a time. A whole book can be 15 minutes-ish, just like this podcast, right on your favorite device. Text or audio totally fits your lifestyle. I am obsessed. Go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist for a free trial and to support the show. We talk a lot about empowerment and standing up for ourselves, but let's face it, when it comes down to it, business has to be business. Taking a stand can take away profit. Sometimes taking a stand could sink a business completely. For Daisy LA founder, Danielle Nagel, it led to having to stand up to critics who said her trendy feminist apparel was simply too expensive. Welcome everyone to the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. We talk to high achievers about money stories that impacted their lives. If you are new, please say hi on social media and let us know how you heard about the podcast on Instagram at BobbyRebel1 and on Twitter at BobbyRebel. And of course, please subscribe so you won't miss any episodes. Bonus points if you guys can leave a review. We read everyone. They are treasured and so appreciated. This episode is a really good one. I love this interview with Danny Nagel. She is a self-taught illustrator, graphic designer, who at age 19 got a degree in fashion design. She has worked designing brands everywhere from Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom to Forever 21, Urban Outfitters, and Anthropology. In 2016, her entrepreneurial instincts kicked in and she started Daisy LA, which has a mission to empower women through conversation and community. Her in-house brand of graphic art apparel has been a huge hit in part because of her philosophy, which she is unapologetic about, by the way, of zero waste, which she dubs slow fashion. But the cost of that strategy, because it is expensive, has been a challenge for the entrepreneur. Here is Danielle Nagel. Hey, Danny Nagel, you're a financial grown up. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, great to be here. Thank you for having me. I am a new and very huge fan of your clothing line, Daisy LA. It is slow fashion made in Los Angeles. I love your tagline clothing for people who care. You're also the co founder of a co working space called Biz Babes. So good to have you here, Danny. Yes. So stoked to talk about money. It's a topic that a lot of people try to shy away from, but I'm ready to tackle it head on with you today. All good. And I want to tackle head on this article that just came out as we are recording this. It is in Forbes. It talks about the fact that 
you are selling t-shirts for what sounds like a very expensive price, $52, but people are buying them. In fact, they're not only buying them, they are waiting for them. I want to hear the story of why in this age of fast fashion, you're pretty much doing the opposite. And what's up with the 52 bucks for a t-shirt? That sounds so much higher when we can get the super cheap ones that I'm not going to name names, but we all know who we're talking about. Go for it. What's your money story? For sure. I love that article. And when it came out, I didn't know what the title was going to be. I just did the interview with them and I just laughed out loud. Literally, the title was why thousands of people are spending $52 on these t-shirts. And it does seem so backwards because people are used to paying $20, maybe $30 for a shirt. And our shirts are $52 and they're made to order. So people are waiting sometimes three weeks to get their shirts. So it seems so backwards in this Amazon age of people getting things in a couple days at rock bottom prices. But we are all about slow fashion and we make our shirts sustainably out of organic cotton right here in Los Angeles. And they're made to order to eliminate all waste. How did you come to the idea that you were going to produce garments this way? Because I'm sure people said to you, oh, you should just offshore this and you can retail them for under 10 bucks. Oh, totally. Every time I like look at the prices of producing it in a different place, it's tempting. I'm not going to do it. Like I'm, I'm strong standing by my values, but oh my gosh, it's very tempting. You can get things made for a fraction of the price. But another big part of my clothing line is all about female empowerment. And I believe in order to be a truly empowering company, every person that touches our tees and is a part of this process needs to be positively impacted. And the truth is that most clothing companies can't say that. Production overseas is extremely inhumane and the garment workers are being oppressed. They're being in dangerous working conditions, paid extremely low wages. And we couldn't be a company that stood for female empowerment and put empowering phrases on our shirts without also thinking about everyone a part of that process. When you presented these shirts to interested parties, investors, et cetera, what was the reaction? Was there pushback? You know, where we get the most pushback is when we do like Facebook ads. Because people just don't understand and they're quick to judge. But luckily with our customers, we spend so much time on social media educating them why the shirt costs that much and why it's truly valuable and and it should cost that much. And can you tell us more about where is the money going? I don't know if you can literally break down $52, but whatever you feel comfortable disclosing. Our shirts are actually made to order in Los Angeles, which is really crazy and, and nobody really does that because it's really difficult. But by doing that, we've been able to eliminate all waste in our production, which is one of the biggest reasons why the fashion industry is the number two polluting industry in the world. There's so much waste. We have partnered with an amazing production company. Uh, My production partner, Kelly, has worked with us. We're the guinea pigs on this big project he had. And we met right when I was starting Daisy. And he has a facility in Los Angeles. They small batch make the shirts. So they'll make like, you know, 10 shirts in mustard and 10 shirts in off-white. And when the shirts are ordered, that's when they're printed. So it's a really complicated process and it does take time. And we really embrace the term slow fashion as literally this is going to be slow. And we use that a lot in our marketing. What is the lesson for our listeners from 
that and from the decision-making process behind deciding to not apologize for charging what you need to charge to make the shirts the way that you believe in, that support your beliefs. I'm happy to stand up for our shirts every time we get one of those comments like trolls on Instagram. And since our clothing is so much about female empowerment, some people see the price of our shirts and say something like, okay, your shirts aren't economically inclusive. Our brand is all about inclusivity, empowerment, and people will say that. And my response to them is, if you really want to consider being economically inclusive, you have to think about the very bottom of this chain of production, which is the person making it. And paying them a fair living wage is truly what is going to be as economically inclusive as possible. And the truth is when you're paying $20, I mean, maybe not 20, but like $10, even 20, honestly, for these shirts, someone else is paying the cost. That's usually somebody in the line of production being taken advantage of by these fast fashion companies. So I think the most feminist thing is paying for a shirt where everyone is being treated fairly in the process. I love that. Let's talk about your everyday money tip. And it has to do with getting honest about where you spend your time because time is valuable. Definitely. And as a slow fashion brand working with really tight margins, which people are always surprised to hear, even with the $52 shirts, our margins are tight making things to order here in LA. So I have to be really careful about our budgeting as a company and where I allocate my time as a small business owner. And something I did with my business coach, which really opened my mind to finances and allocating time was creating a list of how much time you spend doing each task and how much money that task generates. And she had me write down a list. And a couple of things on my list was uh, our online blog. We run a blog, we promote a lot of other female owned businesses, talk about empowerment. And we were spending so much time curating this truly beautiful blog, like almost like an article, like media website. And the truth is not a lot of people were reading our long form content. And then we wrote, I wrote down the time I spent on our ambassador program, which is something that generates a lot of money. And I was spending way more time on the blog that wasn't really generating us money and not enough time into our ambassador program. And putting it down on paper and looking at it was like a smack in the face. And I realized I needed to better allocate my time. So once every few months, I sit down and kind of write down all the tasks I'm doing and what I'm getting back from those tasks. And I reprioritize the things. And It's made a huge impact on our super nimble bootstraps business. That is a great tip. I'm going to try that myself. And I think that I may get some pretty dramatic reality checks as well. Definitely. Yeah. So tell us more about that ambassador program that you just mentioned. Yes. Our ambassador program is like the pride and joy of Daisy. We launched it a little over a year ago. And when I first launched it, I anticipated maybe like 30 people or something would apply. And we have a really strong online community, a bunch of followers on Instagram who are all about creating conversation based off of our shirts. And um, I just didn't realize how strong that community was. And when we launched the program, we got thousands of applications the first day. We had to switch over to an automated platform. We were not prepared for it. Wow. And now, yeah, it was wild. And now we have over 15,000 brand ambassadors that are all about spreading empowerment and creating conversations with the messages printed on the shirts. They actually even get kickbacks if people use their discount code. 
So it's a really cool community and we really engage with them. And we don't consider our customers customers. We really see them as part of our community and we love them and work with them and they help us design the clothes. Like it's really a tight knit special platform that we've created. And so I just want to point out, so when you say kickbacks, you mean that people actually do get commissions. Oh, yeah. If people buy off of their their Instagrams, I guess it is. And so that's kind of a side hustle for people that are fans. Oh, totally. Some of our top ambassadors actually make some good side money. And it's just such a fun thing for them. Like they've created their own Instagram. We have an ambassador Facebook page. And it's a really cool way for girls to connect with one another over like shared topics that our collections go over because all of our collections are themed around a topic that modern women is struggling with or going through, whether it's self-love or um, our current one is confidence collection. So it's a really cool space where girls can get together and talk about these things and they can make real money doing it. So it's been really amazing. That is also wonderful. And before I let you go, I just want to have you tell us a little bit about your other business. You know, yeah. by the way, and on your Instagram, you have three things going on. You have obviously Daisy LA, you have Biz Babes, and then you talk about your house. Yes, our house has been like one of the bigger money makers lately, honestly. I just always wanted to buy a house and we were priced out of LA and my mom grew up in Palm Springs and we were out there visiting and we popped onto Zillow. And I saw the cutest house I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's super mid-century, colorful, so quirky. And we put in an offer like a week later, super impulsively, having no idea really like what that was going to entail. And it's been one of the best investments we've made totally incidentally. And we rented out on Airbnb. We've decked it out. And we rented out for photo shoots. And that thing pays our rent in LA and its mortgage and then some. So that's been a really awesome thing. Um, you know, while we're trying to grow Daisy and invest more money into that, the house has been kind of keeping us afloat. And we're even recreating that concept with our new um, apartment in LA. We got a really beautiful space and we're decorating it and partnering with really cool companies. And we're going to try to Rent this one out for photo shoots too. Love a woman with multiple income streams. Thank you so much, yeah. Danny. Tell us more about where people can find out more about you at all of your ventures. Totally. I have way too many Instagram accounts, but the, the main <laughs> one is Daisy LA, which is at D-A-Z-E-Y underscore L-A. And our website is www.daisyla.com. Our house's Instagram is Daisy Desert House, D-A-Z-E-Y underscore desert underscore house. And the female co-working space that I co-founded is Biz Babes, B-I-Z, B-A-B-E-Z. And we do occasionally rent that one out for photo shoots too. I love interior design. It's like another passion of mine. So I've been able to kind of use that in these spaces as well. So cool. Well, thank you so much, Danny. Of course. Thank you. Before we get to my take on the interview, I just wanna share one of my secrets with you guys and some big news. As you know, I read a ton of books and I love it, but between running my business and all my family stuff, I don't have the time to read all the books that I want. And the book piles on my nightstand have been getting bigger and bigger because I intend to read them, but it just isn't happening. So then recently, I discovered Blinkist. It's an app. It takes all the nonfiction books that I want to read from classic business books to 
if we're being honest, books by some of my current top authors that have been here on the podcast, it pulls out all the main points that matter into what they call blinks. They're about a minute long, entire books, 15 minutes, kind of like this podcast. Maybe they were listening to me. I don't know. Anyway, I reached out to them and I am so excited that they are now a partner of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. So please take a minute and go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist for a free trial. By using the link, this is really important. You help to support the show. So thank you. Go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. Okay, let's do this. Financial Grown-Up tip number one. Take note that not only does Danny have a few businesses, they're also in different fields. That can be an effective strategy to diversify risk. At the same time, she is using tools like her Instagram account to promote all of the businesses, creating some marketing synergies in terms of where she gets the word out about her products and her services. So that diversification is something that you can probably apply to whatever businesses you're involved in, but also to your investments. Diversification, always a good thing. Financial grown-up tip number two. If you are like me, one of the first things you look at even before trying something on in a store is the price. But we might want to focus more, or at least more than we have been, on what we are buying. Paying less for a high-quality item that goes on sale, or maybe we are buying a secondhand high-quality item, that's all good. But buying things that are cheaper than they should be for reasons like those described by Danny doesn't help us live richer lives in the end. Thanks to everyone for being part of our financial grown-up community, and a special thanks to those of you who have left reviews. We really need them. If you guys are enjoying the show, please help us out. And if you haven't left, left a review yet, please do so on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us get the word out, and we truly, truly value you spending a couple of minutes doing that. And also, if you just tell people, in person, IRL. It's all good. Everyone, check out the great t-shirts and more at Daisy LA. You will feel so inspired. Links to that in the show notes, which by the way, can always be found on the website, bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown-up podcast. Big thanks to Danny Nagel for inspiring us all to be financial grown-ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.